this podcast today is sort of raw compared to a podcast I've done up to this point. We've gone through May You Pray this month. We've talked about all sorts of reasons and scriptures and attitudes of prayer. But really, it all boils down to those moments when you are desperately needing God's intervention in your life and your family. Will you press in? Will you pray? Will you cry out to Him for Him to act and move on your behalf? I encourage you, stick around. I'm going to cue the intro, and then I'm going to be right back talking to you about May You Pray Along Life's Way. What truth are we speaking into the next generation? What legacy are we creating for those we care about? Are we making a difference so that our kids will know Jesus? Hi, my name is Tasha Williams, and the answers to these questions really matter to me. And if you're a Christ follower, I'm sure they matter to you too. I'm the founder of the Family Disciple Me Ministry, and we are convinced that there's power in our Jesus stories, that God's Word is life-changing, and that discipleship doesn't have to be intimidating. So join us as we talk about faith, scripture, relevant topics, intentional discipleship, and the next generation. Friends, it starts with a conversation. So let's get going on this podcast right now. My family and I live on a small farm, and recently we've had a really big prayer request. One of our cattle, her name is Shamar. She was actually born here on our farm about two and a half years ago. She has been expecting, and we have been watching and waiting for her calf to be born. We've prayed for a safe delivery because first-time heifers can have a lot of problems delivering their calves, and so we've watched and, and checked daily on Shamar, and the days and weeks passed, and apparently we had her due date wrong, but finally, the day came that she gave birth. She gave birth to this little calf, and at first we thought it was a bull calf, and then we realized it was a little heifer calf, and we named it Tabitha. Well, Tabitha had a really tough start in life. She was lethargic. She was born across the creek, and so her mother had to leave her alone to go eat in the barnyard and then come back to her. And being left alone on the farm can be dangerous because there's wildlife around here, and it's just been a very disconcerting birth. And we have been doing a lot of praying for little baby Tabitha on a daily basis, sometimes on an hourly basis, because as she was isolated And as she was getting sick and getting worse, it didn't look like she was going to be able to last. As we've gone through May You Pray this month, this has been one of the top prayer requests at our list. I know it seems so simple if you don't live on a farm, but if you have lived on a farm, you know how important a calf is. And this calf is extra important and extra symbolic for our family. And so we've prayed for her. There was this amazing moment where my pastor, farmer, husband went down to get Tabitha and carry her across the creek. And one thing about mama cows is that they get very protective, just like we mamas. 
They get protective of their calves and you can't really help them with their calves because they think you're intruding and they may try to kill you as you're trying to help their baby. But in this particular moment, I'm getting emotional. Kelly went down to the creek and Shamar, the mama, stood back while he picked up her 100 plus pound baby and carried little Tabitha across the creek. And as soon as he got that baby across the creek, the mama came right over to our baby. Kelly was able to back away safely and we were able to take the first step for Tabitha. There were other days that Kelly went down and took medicine to Tabitha and inexplicably, Shamar would step away and let Kelly give her baby the medicine. And as soon as he would get the medicine down the calf's throat, Shamar would come back over. Today, baby Tabitha is alive and well in the barnyard. And I know that that is an answer to prayer because Tabitha should have died. She should have not survived her first few weeks of life. God hears and he answers prayer. This is kind of a raw podcast, but I'm thinking about the prayer requests that have been sent to me in the past few weeks, the past couple months. Even this morning, I got up and I received an urgent prayer request from a friend who sent it. Must have been around one or two in the morning this morning. A woman who is desperate for prayer, desperate to see God move, desperate for his work in her life. And I know that there are so many of us who are seeking the Lord about these things. And there's so much bigger than a calf. There's so much bigger than what's happening in a barnyard. But God sees and he hears and he answers prayer about all of these things. Earlier this week in my devotions, there was a passage um, that I came upon in my devotions that I just stopped and I stared at and I can't quit thinking about and I want to share it with you. It's from Exodus 2. It says the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God and God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel and God knew. God heard, God remembered, God saw, and God knew. I used to wonder why God focused in on this one story, the Exodus, and made it such a big story in the Old Testament. And I've come to understand over the years, this is an archetype of what God is doing and is willing to do and wants to do in all of our lives. Because friend, God hears your prayers. He says it over and over in scripture. He hears our cries. He is listening to us when we call out to him for help, but he doesn't just hear. He remembers his promises that he's made to us, the promises that are completely filling his entire word. He sees us. He sees you in your moment. He sees me in my moments. He sees our families. He sees our prayers from those barnyard prayers for baby calves to those huge prayers for our families, for our lives. And God knows. But Exodus goes on to say in chapter three, God doesn't just hear and remember and see and know. God moves into action. 
In Exodus 3, 7, the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. I have heard their cry and I have come down to deliver them and to bring them up out of their bondage into a good land, a broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey. That's what he did for the Israelites, for his people. And friend, his word says over and over and over again that this is what he's willing to do for us. This month, we have talked about morning, noon, and night. I cry out and the Lord hears my voice. This month, we have talked about different verses about prayer, about saying praise to God, about bringing our request to Him and waiting expectantly. And then with this conversation this week, we arrive to the verse that says, I love the Lord because He hears my voice and bends down to hear my prayer for mercy. Because he bends down to listen, I will pray as long as I have breath. This is why I pray. Because I know he's listening. He's listening to those simple prayers about little calves. He's listening to those simple prayers about our needs, about our discouragements, our failures, our pain, our frustrations along the way. And he hears those gigantic prayers, those prayers of intercession that we're making for our children, our grandchildren, our families, our friends, those who send those wee middle of the night prayer requests saying, cry out to God for me because I'm losing hope. Intercede for me. Uplift my prayer requests to God. That's why I pray, because I know he is bending down to listen right where I am. Am I emotional in this podcast? I am. I'm emotional because this is the kind of God that we serve. He loves us. He cares about us. He is listening to us. He isn't far off and distant. He is bending down like a parent to a child to say, tell me. Talk to me. I'm right here. I'm listening. Friend, wherever you are in your journey today, I encourage you to take him up on his offer. In his name, for his glory and for your good. Discipleship starts with the conversation And we have the amazing privilege to disciple the next generation about prayer. You can find the discipleship conversation that goes along with this podcast at familydiscipleme.org or simply look in the show notes for the direct link. Now, friend, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May He turn His countenance towards you. And as you cry out to him all along life's way, may he give you peace.